Hey there, creatures, and welcome to a very special episode of Encounter This, where you get to know Freeman and I a little bit better as we do a year in review. We're going to talk a little bit about ourselves, what's going on with the show, what we have planned for next year, how we're doing during COVID, and other things, probably. The idea behind this is that today is actually our one-year anniversary, and uh, we're, we're stoked about it. We think it's been a really cool year so far, and we're glad that all of you have been along on this ride with us. Speak for yourself. Okay, Freeman's not glad for any of it. Uh. <laughs> stupid. This is stupid. He made me do it. No. <laughs> no, obviously, it's quite thrilling. It's, it's weird to think that we've been doing it for a year now. It, uh, I, I remember it being like so fresh and just being like, okay, we got to be on this and we got to do these things. And, and a certain amount of it has become second nature. So it doesn't, uh, doesn't feel as taxing. As much as it's still a lot of work, it doesn't feel as taxing as it was once when we, we first started, you know? Definitely. And we've kind of uh, fallen into a groove with this remote recording thing, because yeah. if you're listening to this in the future, COVID is still very much a thing. Yeah, <laughs> man, it was a that was a that was a whole extra set of problems when it, when that happened. Eh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? How are you holding up throughout this COVID? Because I don't know if the listeners know this or not, but we haven't actually seen each other face to face in like four or five months. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I was actually thinking about that the other day. It's strange. I'm I'm in the hood sometimes uh, near your place and and uh, uh, and where you're working and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, I was like, it kind of occurred to me. I haven't seen him actual his actual face in forever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Uh, the first part was really interesting because I was uh, I did uh, have work shut down for me and uh, went straight into a sort of quarantine. Um, and one of my best friends, a mutual friend of James as well, Sawyer, moved in and uh, kind of hung out for a while. And uh, but I only I don't have a, a lot of space, so we got in each other's way quite a bit. But um, so there was a, there was a kind of a mental. Uh, an emotional turmoil struggle there, um, just like being stuck inside. I'm used to working quite a bit and you being out and about and, and that sort of thing. And um, uh, so it, it was it was interesting to say the least. It was nice to get back to work. I'm only on like a part time basis right now uh, and sort of making it work so that I can keep the uh, the freedom to rec- do these recordings and stuff. But you know, run the games and all that. But uh, the first part I would say was pretty rocky. And now it's uh, it just seems a bit normal now. It's a bit more normalized. Uh, uh, but yeah, how about you? Uh, I've actually been going through a lot. Um, I am pretty happy with COVID life uh, <laughs> for a, a lot of reasons uh, that involve organization and punctuality mm. and, and the lack of crowds and stuff like this. Yeah. I get really bad, bad anxiety in large groups or like even shopping on a weekend right. like during the day. I, I'm It's possible that I'll have a panic attack. Right. Um, it happens very rarely, but I'll definitely have like anxiety attacks right. in grocery stores and stuff like that. Yeah. So this has actually been really good for my mental health to be able to just have to step away from people in society for sure yeah <laughs> and that makes that makes a lot of sense for you i can see it <laughs> I, yeah I, i'm not nearly as bad as you but i, I you know I, I i don't like crowds much myself I, i'm not don't get super anxious i just get annoyed i guess um so but i i know i do know what you mean i don't think it's as nearly as big a boon to me as it is to you but like i also did note that i was like wow there's just fewer people uh, i don't have to worry about like rubbing elbows with strangers all the time when you go to the grocery store or, or the you know the booze yeah. store or something like that yeah i really quite like this two meters apart thing. <laughs> yeah um but 
work-wise, it's actually been really stressful. <laughs> I, I know you know this, but I don't know if the listeners know this. So I, I run a very small restaurant. Uh, once COVID happened, we closed our sister restaurant, and I was running that one of the restaurants by myself without any staff yeah. uh, to help me out. So we went on like that for, for about a month. Um, we were, you know, reduced hours. So I was only doing like six to eight hours a day. Um, when the restrictions here started to lessen, um, I lost one of my staff members. So we, we started struggling to hire. We quickly reopened the second restaurant and kind of pivoted the concept. But uh, I ended up leaving the first restaurant <laughs> and pivoting to this new restaurant. So I now work in the original location. <laughs> Which is right down the road from where you live now too, right? So <laughs> Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. Um, and I really, really enjoy it. But it's, yeah, I, I wish the commute was longer. I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you like yeah, the commute? Yeah, I've I, I like commuting. I really do. I actually um, do, too. I like commuting when I can walk or ride my bike. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't like commuting when I have to take the bus to the train uh. to the point where I won't, I won't actually do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I was thinking I was thinking about uh, something the other day. I realized that you would, uh, you would be able to uh, relate to this because you did spend a good amount of time in the East Coast. The East Coast of Canada, for those of you who are not familiar, is, is always kind of – they're called the Maritimes. They're always considered to be in like a sort of uh, geographical bubble. And they literally uh, – or figuratively formed a bubble for COVID so that you can travel between these provinces. And and, um, and uh, it's marked that they are struggling the least when it comes to like uh, mental and emotional anxiety because they're used to doing this every year during winter anyway. <laughs> Just like – yeah hunkering down and staying inside <laughs> for sure and, uh, and it occurred to me that that's one of the one of the chief reasons i left is i i'm such a social person um as much as i don't like crowds i need to be out and about and, and talking to people and interacting with people and so you know having to hunker down every year i i wanted to escape the winter that's why i came out to vancouver you know so um it was weird to have to do that in the spring you know and that's probably where most of my uh sort of mental anguish came from with this quarantine right hmm. And probably next spring as well. Yeah. They, they keep on track they're on. <laughs> Looking forward to that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's unfortunate to think about. Mm. But on top of pivoting restaurants, I decided that I was going to start taking some classes. So I'm also going back to school part-time. Um, oh, yeah. So on top of running a restaurant full-time, partially transitioning out of a second restaurant, this podcast, some freelance work <laughs> that I do, uh, I am taking a class a week to earn my certificate in bookkeeping <laughs> so treat, treat yourself <laughs> and i'm sure we've met, i've mentioned it somewhere along the way but james just does not have he's got a very strict schedule because it's always very full <laughs> yeah it's it's always incredibly full and <laughs> i i like having a scheduled life it it i do all the things that i want to do and i get all the things i want to get done done yeah. which uh i really appreciate and i still get to spend not enough time but a good amount of time. Well, not a good amount of time, but some time with my fiance and she doesn't hate me. So that's, that's really <laughs> yeah. nice. That's pretty key. You know, making sure she doesn't hate you. <laughs> yeah. Freeman's very right. My schedule is very, very packed and, yeah. and moving things and changing things becomes very difficult for me because I don't have a lot of leeway. So yeah. my days start scheduling from 8am to about 11pm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you? You up to anything interesting outside of the show? 
Uh, I've been working on a couple of things. I mean, uh, we, of course, have mentioned our Starfinder campaign quite a few times, and uh, James wasn't able to join us for quite a while, but we managed to get him back in recently, which is really awesome. And uh, I've been uh, slowly working on, you know, uh, learning and working on Adventure Paths for Pathfinder 2, second edition, 2 edition, (laughs) Um, and uh, words and such. Um, And, uh, you know, we, we, I don't know if we've mentioned this before, but, uh, you know, we're kind of uh, working on a a separate project from this with a group of people that we play with, uh, maybe producing a podcast of actual play. And that's like very much in the works still, but um, I'm constantly spending, I'm spending a lot of time uh, working and reading on on those things. Um, And on top of that, I started uh, practicing my uh, sort of cold reading off the page, a theatrical cold reading, and working on changing and adjusting sort of some of my pronunciations, um, the hard R's that come from the East Coast of Canada and that sort of thing. Uh, and I've been recording them and listening back and editing and, and just slowly uh, producing um, uh, narrated lore content from games like Starfinder. And I, I'm considering putting them out for free as recordings, maybe as a podcast. Um, I'm not sure what the licensing issues with that would be, but um, uh, just uh, just straight narrations of lore, um, yeah, because I, I know uh, sometimes it's hard to sit down and read them all yourself. And I, I've just been uh, running that idea back and forth in my head. Of, is, that a, is that a good way to do the lore and that sort of medium? Um, but I figure I'm doing it anyway, so I might just put it out there and see if someone bites. You know, if there's one thing I've learned, it's if it's something you want, there's an audience for it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I know, I know you and I have talked before, like podcasting and like audio mediums is like your preferred medium for pretty much anything. eh? Yeah. Yeah. Audio is always going to be my preferred medium, I think. Yeah. Yeah. uh, It's it's pretty cool. I I wish there were more things in my life that I can do while listening. Um, uh, I know like like when you open the kitchen and when you're working and you're, you're prepping and stuff like that, a lot of that's very second nature. So you can listen as you do that. And you can spend hours upon hours doing that. I've worked beside you and I've seen you do it, you know? (laughs) Um, but unfortunately when I'm, I'm front of house and restaurants and I I have, I have about an hour, I have about a a five minute commute and an hour to set up the bar. And that's the, all the time I really get, um, five minute commute back home. And then there's not much else I'm doing that I can that I can actually pay attention to those mediums. So I, I struggle with that a bit. What's well, one of the main reasons I love retro games? Like I can just plug Tetris into my right. Game Boy. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That and-, and I I, sh- I struggle with those games so hard. I, I, if I'm playing a video game, it's it's something co-op, so I have to pay attention, or it's something um, I, I I'm I'm doing for story. You know. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Never that been much of a sense. platformer. Not for me. I'm, I'm like I'm actually so bad at Mario. So bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's a little bit about us. For those of you who are curious, it's not it's not much. It's not exciting, but it's our lives, and it has an impact on the show. Believe it or not, I'm excited. Um, the things that are happening when you know recording dates get pushed, or we're we're not feeling well, or you know I've got class all of a sudden. Yeah, I hope it kind of puts into perspective how much we care about this show because one of the things that I'm I'm very, very proud of over the last year is the fact that we haven't missed a single deadline yet. And there have been a few almost missed deadlines, but everything <laughs> yeah. everything's gotten up on time and I'm I'm so, so incredibly proud of that. And I think we, we both should be if if you're not 
uh, you know, obviously there are things I would like to do different going forward. Yeah. Like have a few more in the can, but, uh, <laughs> COVID, but COVID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's made it very yeah. difficult. Yeah. I mean, I think the only, the only, uh, true hiccup we had, it wasn't really hiccup. I think we, we did have that one small, uh, retraction and, and slight delay by like a day or two because of an audio issue. But, um, but we still met our deadline, you know, despite that, which was, um, that was me being nitpicky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we even got feedback from one of our one of our uh, Patreon subscribers who was like, "I didn't, I didn't notice it." So it's like, okay, well, yeah. but you know, better safe than sorry. Uh, and I'm, I agree with you. Like, you know, there are, there are a few things that we'd like to do better. I'm, it's sort of one of the one of the better things of um, having a lot of this second nature right now is that we can focus more energy and time on how to improve as we go forward. You know. Yeah, absolutely. We've certainly learned yeah. a couple things uh, a little bit the hard way, you know, such as doing Haguary and, you know, doing our first suite and, and um, how that sort of uh, kind of came out, um, almost, not last minute so much, but it ended up taking more time than, than either of us anticipated. And, and so it kind of put us behind. That's how every big project is going to be, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't have done anything any differently for Haguary. No, no, me neither. Yeah, but it's now. But we now know, of course, uh, having done it, we now know what to do for you know the next time to be more uh, prepared and and uh, not, yeah. not lose some traction. You know, behind six the months scenes. in advance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, I think I'm. I'm again. I'm very happy. One of the things I'm. I'm a little less stoked about is that I'm sure some of you have noticed uh, that we haven't been plugging the Libris monthly scenarios, and mm-hmm. that's because that. Uh, project i guess has uh, has been terminated by libris that has nothing there's no animosity there there's nothing to do with our writing the demand just wasn't there yet yeah so we're we've tossed around some ideas something to kind of fill that void because i i as much as i hated procrastinating till the last five days before it was due because <laughs> uh, i did every month yeah I would, every month i would i would be you know right up against that deadline and <laughs> but i miss creating something that's going out to the world on right. a set schedule so we've we've got some stuff we've talked about briefly that we're going to talk a little bit more about in our year-end closed door meeting uh going forward but we are looking at stuff to fill that void for sure yeah yeah, it was it was a nice project to have. It was really, uh, really fun to do. But uh, for all intents and purposes, it was pretty experimental on Libris's end. You know, they were just doing like a subscription fee and you know putting out these little scenarios. So uh, it just didn't uh, didn't gain the traction that they had hoped for. But uh, doesn't mean the uh, the medium isn't uh, capable of uh, you know succeeding or or uh, being utilized uh, in the future. Absolutely, yeah. And I'm I don't. I'm actually working on a couple of different independent projects that might end up getting released under the encounter of this banner. I'm not 100% sure yet. Yeah. One of them has already cost me a lot of money, and it's going to cost me a lot more money. <laughs> um, but I'm writing a scenario uh, that will come with four, maybe five pre-generated characters, all with the character sheets designed and done up in a in an own unique way. Character art is going to be released I'll be releasing maps and tokens and all that stuff along with it, and that'll be released as a big package. I was really trying to get it done for this year, but I I, I just don't have the time. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's going to be an ongoing project, and I would look for that around the end of next year. Um, on top of that, I'll, I'll be releasing, we encounter this, we'll be releasing a remastered Dungeon Master screen that'll be printable PDF um, format. Uh, that will probably go up on DMs Guild or something like that. Mm. I, I don't really know any of the logistics about it, but just 
concepts like that are stuff we've been playing around with like what other things do dungeon masters need other than maybe a touch of education or inspiration mm. but other than that like the regular episodes will continue to stay their course we'll continue to drop little snippets of outtakes here and there up on the patreon account but uh, the show itself isn't really going to change too much I, I think we're both very very happy with the format and uh, we've doubled our listeners since our first episode <laughs> which is amazing <laughs> Uh, and a big shout out to all of our Patreons, because at this point, uh, after losing that Libris account, you guys are literally keeping the lights on. Yeah, <laughs> quite fuck, literally. Does that yeah. mean the world does? Like, Yeah, as far as the, you know, yeah, we're definitely, um, as, you, as James says, uh, gonna, the, the format's going to remain the same. We're pretty happy with it. Uh, I think as a general rule, it's not not uh, by any stretch of the imagination, a promise or, um, or whatever, but... Um, we are looking at uh, making sure we, we we know that like some content takes more than just a single episode, and some episodes, of course, are bound to be longer than others. And um, we definitely sometimes need to find a balance of you know uh, not making them all you know an hour and a half long <laughs> if we can help it. And, uh, and then we you know what we do want to do uh, sweets like we did Haguary, uh and uh, we just recently did a sort of unplanned sweet with uh, the Elithids. Um, and I think as, as a general rule, we, we've decided that uh, we can do probably two of these a year um, uh, with enough advanced planning. Um, right now, we've I guess this year, we're, we're actually looking at two and a half. I guess the lithids was, was pretty big, but um, uh, wasn't a, a properly planned suite necessarily. Um, no, and November is not really either. It is to a degree more similar to Haguary, but okay. the it, it wasn't maximum effort like I would like it to be. Right. But it's still going to be really cool, I think. I Sweet. think you guys are going to get a real good kick out of it. That's awesome, yeah. Uh, so we've we've got a couple a uh, couple planned already um, puns uh, puns uh, ready to go <laughs> for next year as well. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I think we're going to wrap this up, make it a nice, tidy, short little soundbite of an episode is is kind of the idea here, just to let you guys know where we're at, how happy we are with everything that's happening, and how much we adore you guys. We've we've gotten messages from people all around the world at this point. We have people who listen to this show who who have, don't even know who we are, and that that blows my goddamn mind. Like you people are, you you people are incredible, and you amaze and impress me every day. And if you do listen to the show, shout out, like hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on Instagram. Like we want to know you're out there. We're so so fucking glad that you guys are along for the ride with this yeah we've had some really regular uh fairly regular interaction with a few people um some we know uh personally uh and then some abroad you know i was on facebook we got a message from a fellow in, in new orleans was it uh, and we regularly talk to one of our listeners listeners in germany um really amazing like super super fun to to interact with people um uh, on the on topic and everything it's it's really great yeah and like i said you can get at us on on instagram counter.pod Twitter, we are at EncounterPod. Facebook, we are backslash EncounterPod. We check all of these every day, so we're we're always there. I don't have many alerts and notifications on my phone, but I have those ones on. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Fair enough. Uh, and if you want a direct line to us at any tier on our Patreon, you get access to our private Discord. So you, you'll have a direct line, and I'm pretty much always lurking around on Discord. Yeah, we're both on there all the time. We've shifted a lot of our communication, especially for for games and such, um, uh, to Discord, and uh, we're regular. That's where we talk to these people uh, uh, on the regular. 
Um, and we have uh, various channels set up for different topics. And there's uh, not a lot, lot there right now. But if you if you get in there um, now, you'll see a lot of conversation and uh, about gaming and just about uh, general uh, history and lore as well. Uh, some corrections on, on some of our stuff as well, which is really fun. Yeah. And, you know, for a dollar, you get that access to the Discord. You get uh, access to our show notes when, when they drop. So every time we release an episode, we released a written document that we cr- created the episode off of to the Patreons, as well as there's a, there's a small growing uh, Patreon only audio feed with like our goofs and our outtakes for those of you who are into bloopers. Uh, you know, for five dollars a month, you get a handwritten letter, and I have been on that. Like, <laughs> as as soon as that first payment processes, your letters in the mail. Yep. For ten dollars, you can request any creature you want from any system. So, like, uh, we had uh, the the request of the Olithids. We have November is a is a Patreon request. We have a couple more in the pipeline. We've we've done a couple other ones, and it's. Um, you know, Nothics and, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's those, we think you get some sort of value out of that purchase, but we're ready to be corrected. If you think there's anything we could do differently or do better, like, please reach out to us. Let us know. We, we want to make that valuable to you, but we've, we've seen a good success rate there. Yeah. Feedback and constructive criticism and all that is very, very helpful, very useful. Um, I mean, this, the whole point is as a collaborative process to be able uh, to learn from from each other and others uh, and different points of view and that sort Absolutely. of thing. Absolutely, and if you can't afford it, like that's that's cool. We no judgment mm. here. We're just glad that you're out there listening, especially these days. Yeah, exactly. But if you could take the the time to rate review on whatever platform you're listening on, that really does help us. But honestly, the most important thing you can do is is tell somebody about us, like. Uh, word of mouth is so underrated like that's how we get hurt right i mean we get hurt on google mm-hmm. but it really really does help you know and they don't have to be your D group they don't have to be dungeon masters tell um a cryptozoologist tell an ancient history major tell <laughs> yeah. tell tell your mother tell tell the person you're sitting next to on the bus like it, it's actually yeah it was actually a very important part of our format design was to um have the the mechanics in the latter half uh, or the, at least the latter third of the episodes, so that the first part could be more accessible to anybody. Um, it's just interesting lore and commentary on it. Very cool, uh, high fantasy stuff, and then you know sometimes that real world like malarkey, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and we we hope and feel that it is uh, is that that part is at least uh, accessible to more than just the uh, the budding D and D player or the experienced one. Absolutely. Above all else, we could not do this without you, and we appreciate you listening so, so much. I know I've said it already in the episode, and I'm going to keep telling you how much we appreciate you guys listening. (laughs) Always and forever. With that, we will see you on Thursday with the first part of November Leadership. Oh, oh, James, the episodes are in different formats. Yes, Freeman, the episodes are in completely <laughs> different formats than what you're used to out of a suite. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> was that your impression of me? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. Let's, let's call oh, it, it, it was bang on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like listening to a mirror. <laughs> Ma always said I had a face for radio. <laughs>